the more that businesses wake up, the more that business owners wake up, the more that anybody doing any kind of work with people, which is basically everyone, wakes up to the possibility that they are the bearer of light for the people that they're meant to interact with in their life, the lighter the planet will be. This is our opportunity in this life. We get to be human and we get to be a spiritual being. Keep praying and meditating your questions, but you gotta go live the answer. You can't just go sit there on the mountain and hope the answers are gonna all come down in downloads. The answers come in your living. If you keep showing up, you keep creating the content, you keep consistent and aligned, the clients will show up. You just have to believe it. This is Lenan Saperstein, a luxury marketing strategist and founder and CEO of Experience Experts. Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. Welcome back to Woken Wired. I'm your host, Xenia, and this week, my guest is Lenan Saperstein. She is a digital marketer who is living a digital nomad dream. By sharing her online marketing wisdom and adventuring around the planet with her tribe while running a location-independent business, experience experts. Through it, she guides boutique hotels, resorts, and retreat centers to consistently get more bookings and revenue. Lenan also hosts entrepreneur immersion retreats known as the Trailblazers Retreats. This is one of those conversations where I was taking notes while I was interviewing Lenan and I was taking notes for you guys and I had a separate sheet all filled up with notes for me and my own business and things that I want to apply right away. You will get so much inspiration and so much knowledge. So get your journal ready, get your notes on your iPhone ready because this is a very rich conversation. We start by talking about the one spiritual teaching that has the most profound impact on Lenan's life and her business, how to approach your website and your Instagram account as a virtual altar, and why do that at all. One of the topics that both I notice come up a lot in my teaching programs and Lenan notices as well is the topic of owning your worth and charging money for your gifts. And that's something we touch on in this interview as well. We talk about understanding the energy behind money, the sweet spot between divine surrender and smart strategy, and how that applies to building traffic to your website. So on the one hand, there is my love search engine optimization. And on the other hand, there is making crystal grids to power up your impact in the energetic realm. I've never heard that before because I make crystal grids separately and I've never thought about making a crystal grid to power my platforms online. 
So this is a new idea for me that I'm excited to implement. And for those of you who are into crystals, this is a very fun project that you can take home. Lenan also shares the role that plant medicine has played in her evolution as a human and a businesswoman, the conscious approach to social media and, and the energetic realm of social media, and how when you know the what, the how reveals itself. Whether you are a spiritual entrepreneur, a coach, a digital marketer who is looking for a more conscious way to approach your work, or maybe you're someone who looks up to the digital nomad lifestyle and you want to know how to make it happen, you will get so many answers in this episode. And I feel like this is just the beginning. This is one of those chats that I feel like there needs to be a continuation for. If you feel the same way, DM me on Instagram at wokenwired and tell me so. What do you want to hear more of? What questions you have? What answers you want to get? Or perhaps leave it all in an iTunes review. I love seeing your iTunes reviews and thank you for all of you who have already left one. I see you. I hear you. And I also see lots of you joining the Facebook, the Woke and Wired Facebook group. It's a private group and it's just the beginning. There's lots of exciting things coming. So if you want to join the community of conscious entrepreneurs, in that free Facebook group, just hop over to Facebook and look for a woke and wired community. See you there. Lenan, I'm so excited to welcome you on Woke and Wired. Hi, Hi. So where are you today? Because you're like myself, our digital nomad. I'm in Florida, but I will be leaving for India on Monday. What's in India? So much is in India. I have a dear friend who has a nonprofit that builds schools. So we're doing their volunteer program. We're opening a school next week. And I'm doing a really exciting Dancing Through the Chakras retreat at the Osho Center. You're taking it or you're leading it? No, I'm taking it. I'm going and I'm going to wear robes and I'm, I'm diving in. And then just exploring the country. So we'll be there for Holly and we're going in the south into Goa and Kerala. And we're going to go to the birthplace of Ayurveda and eat delicious food and do yoga and explore the mountains. How did you plan a trip like that? Well, interestingly enough, it planned itself. And we still don't have like a super solid itinerary. I'm going with, with my boyfriend and he's spent extensive amounts of time in India and we're going to a lot of places he's never been, but also a couple places that he loves and he knows like the back of his hand. So we're going to just flow with the universe and see what shows up. And already like this opportunity to go with Alphabet Club for the schools showed up and this beautiful retreat at the Osho Center in Nisarga. And then we're going to hike in Nepal from Kathmandu in April. So we've got a big window here to play in India. Wow. I've been really called to go back to India at some point. I've been twice and I've done some Osho work here in the US and I'm definitely called to go to the center. So I'm excited to reconnect with you once you have been there and kind of soak it in from you before I make the move myself. Yeah, I would love to share it with you. And actually, I've been to India, but I was there over 10 years ago. So before I started this path, before, like I, when I had a nine to five, and so it's going to be a very different India for me. So I'm really, really, really excited. All right. So you mentioned something about dancing with the universe. And this is one of the reasons I'm so excited to 
reconnect with you and introduce you to the listeners because you're someone who I remember when I stayed with you for a night or two in Austin when I was partnering up with a brand and leading an experience for South by Southwest. You graciously opened your doors to me, and in the morning, I would listen to law of attraction affirmations with you. You would walk me through your morning routine and all your supplements, and at the same time, there was lots of conversation about business and vision and scaling. So to me, you're someone who really embodies living in the physical realm and applying smart strategy for your business to work and have the financial freedom that you have, but at the same time, someone who's so committed to your personal inner practice. So that's one of the topics I really am excited to get into is combining those two and how they feed each other in your experience. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been been my journey and that's the path I walk. And that's ultimately what I love to teach and what I love to hold space for, because this is our opportunity in this life. We get to be human and we get to be a spiritual being. We get to have both. And I'm constantly getting to know the human and re-engage the human and who is this woman that I am living in and who is this embodiment. And then I, I know I have a deep knowing of my spiritual path and what's important to me. And, you know, my I played for you a ton of Abraham Hicks. And somebody asked me recently, like, of all the books and all the spiritual theory and philosophy that you've read, and I've read a lot, I've had a lot of teachers. They said, what feels the most true? And it's always been what Esther Hicks channels through Abraham, because it's so simple, so simple that we're meant to, our birthright is abundance. Our birthright is happiness and peace. Our birthright is ease. Everything is always working out for us all of the time. Everything is always rearranging itself for our highest purpose and our highest path. And if that's not the truth, I mean, I don't know. I don't think a lot of us would survive most days. All right. So speaking of the human Linan, I'm going to pull up your Instagram here at experience experts. If you guys want to find and follow along and read your Instagram bio out loud, and you're going to explain to us what it is that you actually do on a day-to-day basis. Sure. So the experience experts marketing agency Boutique hotel and resort marketing, get more bookings through luxury websites and social media to generate more dollar signs. Dollar signs. And then you have Tulum, Mexico, Austin, Texas, kind of tackling all the nomadic locations and your website, theexperienceexperts.com. So what is your work? What do you actually do? And what are the revenue streams for your business? Kind of let's first go into the physical realm of what it is, and then we can dive into the energetic realm of how you made it all happen. I am a marketing strategist. My mind is finds order in chaos. And so I love to be the bridge that helps beautiful, powerful destinations. We say boutique travel destinations, bring in their visitors, bring their guests to them to attract them in. And so that was a very spiritual way of saying I have a marketing and advertising agency for boutique hotels, resorts and retreat centers around the world. We mostly work in Central America and Mexico, the Caribbean, but we've worked all over the world, Italy, Bali, Europe, Hawaii, Peru, 
you name it, we've we've been there and we've worked with somebody there. We we're talking to some we're talking to someone in Sri Lanka right now. So I just get called by the land ultimately. But I love creating really powerful marketing strategy that doesn't waste people's time and doesn't waste their money. And it's super focused. It's super authentic. You and I have had these conversations about really good, authentic social media, really great, authentic marketing that connects with people, that people have an emotional connection to, visual storytelling that is inviting and exciting and activating. A lot of the places I work with are are transformational containers. One of the hotels I work with is a five-star, multi-million dollar hotel, but they have an Aztec shaman on their payroll. He cleared the land. He does tea readings in the spa. They have Moroccan and Ayurvedic mixed with Mayan and Aztec herbalist treatments in their spa. So I'm always interested in people that are doing things differently, that are working with the land, not people are just trying to make a buck. I love money too. I think money is a beautiful energy exchange. I think the people who have the larger amounts of money help to orchestrate and harmonize how people live on this planet. And I want more people with the larger amounts of money to be conscious and grounded and intentional with their work. So that's what I do. So how, how did you get to do what you do? How did you get into this? Have you always had a marketing guru living inside of your brain? I think I did. I didn't always believe her or think she was I wasn't confident enough to believe that she was worth listening to. I didn't own my worth. I always say I'd love to travel, I love to adventure. I've been a retreat junkie since I was 16, really loving and addicted to personal growth at times. But I had a really beautiful opportunity. I was uh, doing a lot of marketing consulting in New York City and I tried to get some clients down in Costa Rica after I went down for a retreat and I kind of went back to New York with my tail between my legs. It was February, it was snowing, it was so cold. And I think I was like crying myself to sleep. But an amazing graphic designer who had come to one of my workshops at a co-working space reached out to me and she, she saw I was back and she said, oh, I saw your photos in Costa Rica. You look so happy and tan. And she had just done a logo for a retreat center called Blue Osa. And she said, you know, I think they need some marketing help. I'd love to connect you. And she connected me. And, you know, I would say that is when it all began. I hopped on a call with Bluosa within like 30, 40 minutes. We booked my flight. I flew down. I ended up living at Bluosa for the majority of that year, hosting a retreat later (laughs) in the year. And they gave me so much space to fly and to really truly self-express this inner marketing guru goddess and that you know and the rest is history the word got around costa rica is my homeland it's my sacred place i work with a lot of beautiful hotels and retreat centers down there i'm really connected to the space i'm also in the association of transformational leaders costa rica and yeah and that's how it all sort of evolved but i always knew i had it in me but someone believed and someone took a chance so you mentioned working with hotels that are transformational containers. Some of the properties you work with, I'm sure have a more direct positioning as that transformational container. And some are just in the context of because the work that you bring has that transformational aspect to it. So it's just inevitable that whatever you touch with your work will have that element in it. And 
you know, a lot of businesses are starting to wake up in the world. Entrepreneurs are starting to wake up and understand that there is a new way to do things that is more conscious, that is more aligned, that feels in flow. And I know that before we start recording, you were talking about this planetary consciousness shift. I would love you to speak a little more about that because I think it all falls into the same kind of expanded consciousness conversation. Yeah. So what I'm experiencing and a lot of people that are in, in community and can, you know, different containers with me, I've been talking about, you know, obviously we live in this three-dimensional world, this 3D world. And a lot of us grew up with, you know, the enculturation that we grew up with, you know, wanting material possessions. And a lot of the light workers or the guardians or, or these different beings of light who are living now are realizing that they don't need these physical materialistic things. And so a lot of us are doing work that is in the higher dimensions. And the planet is really trying to ascend. The planet is really trying to lighten the load and go toward the fifth dimension. And this is where your higher self lives. So if you've ever been in like a yoga class or in a meditation where your mind is just super silent and super still and clear, and just everything feels right, and you know all the answers, and there's no blocks, and there's no obstacles in your way, that is how everyone could live on this entire planet. There could be enough food, there could be peace, there could be just harmony, there could be no violence. There really would be brothers and sisters and family and community and everyone taking care of each other. And ultimately, that's what's going to happen. Come hell or high water, quite literally, you know, like global warming um, <laughs> coming through and destroying what doesn't serve our planet. And so a lot of us are here to do that light work, to lighten the load of the people who are weighed down. And when we think of weights, we think of uh, debt, we think of anxiety, depression, think of addictions, right? Sex addiction, alcohol, drug addiction, codependency, relationship addiction. There's so many things that people right now are living so feeling this almost unhealthy symbiosis with where they think they must have that thing to live. And they don't see themselves as separate and their identity is so intertwined with the other, the external, that they're forgetting the light that they have inside of them. And so the more that businesses wake up, the more that business owners wake up, the more that anybody doing any kind of work with people, which is basically everyone, wakes up to the possibility that they are the bearer of light for the people that they're meant to interact with in their life the lighter the planet will be. So how do we do that? How do we get more awake in the way that we do business and interact with humans? What has your experience been with that? Maybe there's a even not like a before and after, but kind of take us on the journey of how you went from having a full-time job to building this career for yourself. And what were the steps that you needed to face to step into your worth and trust this new way? So one of the things I say specifically about entrepreneurship and owning your own business, being self-employed, is that it's the most luxurious personal growth and spiritual journey that you can give yourself. Anything and everything that you need to heal in this life, karmically, dharmically, egoically, it will show up if you run your own business. If you have a nine to five, things will show up, people will interact with you, but it won't be so pronounced. It won't be so in your face like owning my own business. I mean, I've worked with 
women who've healed my relationship with my mother, my relationship with my grandmother, my entire female ancestral line, worked with, you know, men healing my relationship, my father, my love relationships, my romantic relationships, the way that women have had relationships with men for hundreds of years in my, my ancestral line. And so we have this opportunity to heal both ourselves. We have the opportunity to heal our immediate family. We have the opportunity to heal all of the people that have come before us with our same DNA. Literally, we're recoding our DNA and we're creating a new planet. We're creating a new world for our children, for our friends' children, for our cousins, you know, aunts, uncles, neighbors' children. And that's, I mean, that's a pretty esoteric way of saying it, but that's what we're doing. So what are some of those specific experiences that helped you move into the new way? I think the first thing is, you know, learning about myself in a really non-judgmental way. I think there's some ways to look at our faults or our weaknesses or our soft, tender spots, you know, the way, ways that of being that we have that maybe don't serve us, maybe patterns or behaviors that we were taught as children, maybe they were just taught in our communities or in our societies, and starting to just bring awareness to all of this stuff in a non-judgmental way and learn about how you operate. Like you are your own computer. You are this operating system and you have the opportunity to learn about you. That's this great gift you have of this life. And it starts with you. And then once you start to understand how you operate, you can start to learn how you operate with the other. And that's in relationship, that's in business. And when you start to look at how you interact with the other after you've brought that awareness to self, you often find yourself in a place of wanting to be of service and to give of your gifts and give of your gifts so freely and so magnanimously, you you almost don't even know how to charge for that. And I lead a couple women's mentorship circles and, and that's a thing that comes up all the time is women going, how do I charge for my gifts? How do I charge for my intuition? How do I charge to be a guide? And the answer is, well, you learn to own your worth. And so that's sort of the other path, learning your money story, learning your relationship with money. Money is one of the most powerful energy exchanges on this planet Earth. And if you don't understand how you relate to money, then you're going to be really lost. And it's a fun, fun journey. It's really fun to explore how you and money have had a love affair, or maybe you've had a really codependent, toxic relationship. And how can you heal that? And then going into your story with money with your mother, your story with money with your father, the story with money in your community, the stories you have about money that are automatic, and they're a part of your head all the time. And then when you heal that, when you heal aspects of that, you are able to then show up with that and shine that to others. And whether that's with clients, whether that's with patients, whether that's just how you're showing up every day with your friends and your community, you're shifting the planet, you're shifting the planet every single time. And you know, I've done that with a lot of my clients, because a lot of them haven't hired women to do the work I do. And I ask for a lot of money. And I sometimes have to hold my ground and hold my worth, which is terrifying. My hands still shake, my voice still shakes when I, I say, no, you can go elsewhere. If you think you can get a better price, go elsewhere. And I have to believe in what I am showing up and what I am here to do and that I am in alignment with my purpose and that I'm here aligned with the work that I am meant to show up and do every day. 
and they feed each other, right? As I grow, my business grows. As my owning my worth grows, my bank account grows. And it's just this beautiful dance with the universe and this beautiful dance with getting to know myself and this human more intimately. So what are some stories, money stories that you have worked with or perhaps one you're working with now that have given you that confidence to continue finding new frontiers of your success as an entrepreneur? Actually, I have a really good story. I was doing a breathwork session at one of the retreats I hosted in Costa Rica. I host retreats called the Trailblazers Retreats. And my friend Gregorio came in to facilitate this really powerful, basically it's a psychedelic breathwork experience, but you're not taking any, ingesting any psychedelics. It's really through breath where you're creating a psychedelic experience in the self. And I've done, I'd probably say like close to 50 with him. And I had set the intention, why can't I charge? I forget how much money it was, but I was like, I I had sort of hit the ceiling with how much I could charge. And I went in and I was this black panther, like going through the jungle. And I was just like slashing the throats of the people who were standing my way and people who didn't believe in me from my childhood and from my past. And kind of at the end, I was in this really peaceful, like waterfall. And I was just sitting there like naked and just like feeling all of all of these tears and everything washing away. And I saw this story and I believe it comes from my upbringing and not on purpose and not in a negative or, or mean way, but that women don't make as much as men. And I will never make as much as a man and I will never be worth as much as a man. And oh man, it was like, like my heart got blown open. My soul got blown open. And I was like, that's not true. You know, but this is what a lot of women specifically, but also men are coming down with tons of conditioning and tons of this literally epigenetic, it's encoded into our DNA, um, programming and patterning that we can't have certain things or we're not enough. And there's only certain ways to access them. And, and often, like I find with breath work or really deep meditation or with plant medicine, that we can go so deep that we can uncover these programmings that are so, 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 so packed into our being. And then we can uncover it. I, I remember after that, I, I think I got on a call and I did a presentation that was for like a project that was for over $2 million. And it was the best sales presentation I have ever done. And I didn't even care if they bought it. I just was so proud of myself that I said the price, I delivered it with confidence. And I was like, if I can do this, I can do anything. Wow. As you say, $2 million project, it just really expands me. In my experience, the way that my consciousness works is by seeing someone else do it. And when I see that, something in me says, okay, this is possible and kind of creates my own pathway to do it in my own way. But I haven't yet reached the place of even knowing what a $2 million project might be in my business. So I love hearing that. And that's it. That's another reason why I love personal growth and and spiritual communities, because we constantly need mirrors around us, because we don't even see our greatness. We don't see that we're, I mean, I could see you, Ksenia, doing a $50 million project, you know, with a partnership for a brand, but we don't even see what we're capable of unless we have those beautiful, clear mirrors around us consistently, who are also 
pushing their edges, stretching themselves beyond seeing and living their highest self. So living that 5D life or beyond other dimensions. So living a 5D life and playing full out, what does that mean and feel and look like to you? So right now in my life, I consistently hear people who've known me for many years say, you're living your dream. And so for me, the simple answer is living your dream. And then to explain to you what living my dream is, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years now, a decade. And, you know, I lost my job. I I got fired. It was the first time I ever got fired. And I kind of went and volunteered at a healing arts center. And that was how I healed myself. And it ended up healing me and it ended up giving me the gift of all of my truths and finding my purpose. And within that container, I started to dream about a life creating a job that didn't exist yet, getting to travel the world, getting to work with amazing people, getting to live these, some of the most amazing experiences on the planet, finding love that felt like ease and flow and fun and having the most amazing friends who inspired me, expanded my heart and made me dream bigger and think bigger and serve bigger and being able to be the person that a lot of people look to as a guide and a leader and teach and and expand other people's reality. I didn't just want to live this life in a bubble where I was amazing and I had this amazing life, but I wanted to be someone who was rippling out and creating more people who lived lives that they dreamed of and, and creating jobs that didn't exist yet and creating wealth and realizing and seeing and feeling the richness of their life and then having children and then you know, expanding to their communities. So I saw I had this insane vision. And back then, you know, I'm taking these workshops, and I'm reading these books, and they're saying, just know the what and the why, the how will reveal itself. And I just believed it with every cell of my being, every cell of my being. And the crazy thing is, or maybe not the crazy thing, I would say now it's my new normal. It all happened. And it happened slowly and steadily. And then it just was. And now I'm where I am. And I'm like, well, this is super meta. What what does my highest self want? What is the next dream? What is the next biggest thing I can do? And I'm stretching myself. And I'm in a reinvention phase right now, where I'm like, how big can I play? How huge can I have an impact? I have friends who are talking about the conscious billionaire movement. Like, what if we had conscious billionaires on this planet? How cool would that be? How insane would that be? for the energy on this planet, for the way that wealth is direct, for the energy that goes into food, peace, nonviolence, healing, insane, next level. Bring it on, sister. Yeah. So what role in all of that has plant medicine played? Because we're actually speaking on the Thank You Plant Medicine Day when people are invited to share their journeys with plants on social media. I would love to hear your story. Yeah, I mean, actually, so I added the, there's a a fun little filter for your Facebook cover photo. And it actually took me a few days to add it. You know, the stigma exists. And that's really why they started the movement. I know a couple of the people who started this movement. And some people really freely share their plant medicine experiences. And I, I share in little circles. So plant medicine was always scary to me. I had a definitely a good girl complex. But when it showed up, it showed up so loud. And I knew I was so ready. And it was so easy. 
I had booked a retreat to Peru that had nothing to do with plant medicine. I was just going to Machu Picchu. And I wanted to hike Machu Picchu before my 30th birthday. And I had never experienced psychedelics before that, that day. And one of the yoga teachers on the retreat was sharing about her ayahuasca experiences. And I had had a handful of friends who had done ayahuasca. And I just said, I'm going to do it. And once I said I was going to do it, it, it really showed up. And I found an amazing shaman family and they have their two retreat centers. And I've been able to do three retreats with them, which are full seven day experiences. And so I think I'm just at 20, 20, I've sat 20 times with Aya. And I think there are, I mean, I've done years of therapy. I've spent, I think we, we figured it out. I've probably spent a half a million dollars on personal growth over the years. And so the reality is, you know, does all that stuff work? Yeah, it's more in this change paradigm where it takes time. But plant medicine is instantaneous. And I believe in something called instantaneous transformation, where something can click in in a moment, in an instant, you can heal something in you in a moment, you can heal an ancestral line. And I mean, I had a really dark and twisty relationship with God. Prior to my first plant medicine ceremony, I used to not be able to say the word God. I wasn't sure God existed. I was definitely agnostic. And I experienced God. I experienced this higher power that was magnificent and light and not what, you know, I grew up uh, Catholic and Jewish. And so not what the Torah or the Bible said, but something altogether different. And I saw how I could hand the things that felt too big or too difficult over to God or to over to the higher power and they could be transmuted. And then they were, and then I was free. And then I could keep doing my work and I didn't have to be weighed down by the heaviness of life, that there's other possibilities. So plant medicine opened up things in me that I didn't even know needed to be opened up. And again, it was right at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. It was in 2012. And so if you look at the trajectory of my life, the trajectory of my bank account, the trajectory of my impact on this planet, ayahuasca contributed to me being more in alignment with myself, being more in alignment with my soul, my heart, my word, my connection to the higher power to source, and thus feeling comfortable and safe self-expressing and, and knowing the sacredness of all of that. And for anyone who's listening and is curious to learn more about plant medicine and is perhaps called to do it one day, the thing that I recommend starting with that was kind of my entryway into this world is the documentary, The Spirit Molecule. Mm -hmm. and then, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, that's a great documentary. Just Googling Terrence McKenna and watching anything they have on YouTube. I think he has a like hidden TED talk that's fantastic. And he talks about every big leap of our ancestors, like when we became homo sapiens is linked to the spirit molecule, which is DMT. And it's a naturally occurring chemical in our brain. It's always there. We can access it through breath, through meditation, through orgasm, through so many normal things that we have as humans. And there are these altered states of consciousness that we can reach to fast forward and heal. You know, there's so many ways to heal depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress. 
there's so many possibilities with plant medicine. It's really, really beautiful. And I just, one of my clients, she's doing guided cannabis plant medicine ceremonies. There's guided now psilocybin, which is mushroom ceremonies. There's LSD. There's now there's ketamine through clinics, healing a lot of people through a lot of different things. So there's so many different medicines, both plant and synthetic, that are healing people as long as they're in sacred containers, being held by experienced practitioners. And make sure you're with somebody who knows what they're doing. And don't just get a bottle of something and go do it by yourself. Really, really do the research, sink in to your why and your intention, and and don't do it alone. Make sure you're with someone who can hold space for you, especially if something that comes up that's heavy, you know, that that heavy energy. There's a lot of heavy energy. Some people will say dark entities on this planet and some of them attach to us. And we need a professional. We need someone who's experienced in moving those energies to be with us and help us transmute it. Absolutely. And something that I've experienced also is that when we're ready, the teacher shows up and the way to experience it shows up. So if you are curious about it, just keep trusting it and let it unfold and trust the timing. And if it's not your time yet, trust that as well. Yeah, don't force it. Don't try and make something happen. I started working with Combo, which is a frog medicine about two years ago. And I was trying to force it. I was trying to find a practitioner in Austin and on all this stuff. And then I really, amazingly, a woman who was on a retreat with me in Costa Rica, I mentioned Combo. She's like, oh, I'm a Combo practitioner. We can have a ceremony tomorrow. <laughs> it was so easy. It was effortless. And then, you know, Combo became part of my regular clearing and cleansing process. So everything will show up exactly as it's meant to. Just trust it. Trust that process. Surrender. Speaking of surrender, how in your experience do you find that line between practicing surrender and trust and strategy in your business? Business, it's a dance. I think for me, my default is the strategy. My default is plans and systems and structure. But just like the masculine and the feminine need to come together within you for a sacred divine union, I believe that the masculine, which is the structure and the drive, needs to be through a feminine lens. And this is something I've been talking about a lot in my mentorship circles, but it's not enough for us to be heart-centered, uh, which is a buzzword in our industries, but we have to be heart-driven. That's seeing the masculine energy, the action-oriented, going through the heart space, going through the feminine, and being channeled through the feminine. It's flow. It's surrender. It's a dance. It's trust. And it's the integration of the two and constantly flowing back and forth and constant check-ins with yourself to make sure that you're not stuck in one or the other and you haven't been flowing too much, you know, have you, are you in doing any inspired action? Is there any plans you need to make? Okay, now it's time for some action. And I actually taught a workshop on this for several years, um, but I believe it's like a centripetal force. So it's like a circle. And we're only meant to be in each space about 50% of the time. But when you're in the surrender, when you're in the quiet and the stillness of the feminine waiting for the intuition to come in, once the intuition comes in, we actually typically will have some sort of desired action item or action we want to take. 
that pulls us gently into the masculine and we can take action we can go into strategy and we can start to implement and then again we're not meant to stay there too long we're meant to go and finish that task there's meant to be some completion there and then to go again back into the feminine and the flow and the listening and the waiting and the waiting for the next desire the waiting for the next intuitive hit the waiting for the next um, person that's meant to come in and guide you or ask you the right question or invite you into the next opportunity we're constantly in this 360 degree flow with the masculine and the feminine, with the strategy and the surrender. I love that invitation to keep creating this space because a lesson I keep sitting with is we can't keep asking for divine guidance and then just moving on and leaving it half done. If we receive a divine assignment, we have to create space to implement it before we go in and ask for more. So for me, that's also a dance that's always present. It's okay. You're tapped into the divine. You're connecting to spirit, to higher guidance. But then also you're the one who's responsible for taking actions in the physical realm. And one doesn't work without the other. So we got to actually step up and do the work. We've got to do the work. We've got to finish things. Leaving a lot of unfinished tasks, like these kind of loose ends in the back end of your energy, it's actually clogging you as a channel. It's clogging your pipeline to source, to getting the messages, to getting the download, to getting the answers to all the questions. One thing Deepak Chopra often says, and I think pretty much all of his books, but he says, keep praying and meditating your questions, but you got to go live the answer. You can't just go sit there on the mountain and hope the answers are going to all come down in downloads. The answers come in your living. The answers come in your actions. You know, you're, you're in the middle of something and then the phone call comes, or you're in the middle of something and you're at this event and the right person walks up to you. Or you happen to be talking to the barista and you say, I'm looking for this person. And they say, oh, that's my best friend. And they connect you. So you've got to be living for the answers to come through. Yes. I was at a meditation retreat this past weekend with one of my teachers, Harshita. And something he said is that you don't have to wait to be crystal clear on your purpose before you go on the mission. You go on the mission and the purpose reveals itself. The path is always there, but often we've got lenses or my boyfriend always says gunk in front of us. So we can't really see the path. And I mean, Lao Tzu, that they have that amazing quote, it's the path is clear. Why must you throw stones? But we block our own path. The path is always available to us, but we got to keep showing up and doing the different practices that remove the gunk, that remove the rocks from our path so we can see this path revealed to us. Mm, I love that Lao Tzu quote. So it's my favorite. So good. So moving into the digital realm, your business would not probably exist without the internet. So tell me about your relationship with social media and the role that it has played in the creation and success of your business. Yeah, my business would not exist without the internet. I have a location independent business. I do not have a physical office. My team lives all over and also empower all of them to travel if that's part of their journey and their intuitive nomad adventure. You know, 
I have a, again, a dance with the internet, especially social media. I definitely love social media. And my boyfriend will actually say this to me that you can't love it because it's not an actual physical entity. So I just care about it really deeply. <laughs> I care about it super deeply because I see it as a way for people to connect. There's so much possibility in the internet. And a lot of people want to focus on the disconnection and the isolation and the bullying. And yes, those exist. But what if we shine the light on the possibility? What if we shine the light on the connection and the content when we really create quality content, we create content of value, content that if I read just this one Instagram post, or I just read this one blog post, that my life will change, that my perspective will change. If everybody who was a content creator thought that way and operated that way, I think the internet would be a different place. I often liken the internet or sort of the cyberspace area. It's very similar to our physical 3D. It's just a projection, right? It's just a, like the matrix. It's just another space. And similar to we do Reiki on our bodies or we do sound healing on the physical 3D DNA, we can do that on the internet. You can... You can do Reiki on your website. You can do Reiki or energy work on your social media accounts. And I'm seeing more and more of this. This is something I've been personally doing and talking about for years because I do some, some gritting and some crystal work with websites and with social media accounts. But more and more people are talking about these things. And so I think it's just a fun place we get to play. And we, we shouldn't take it too seriously, just like we shouldn't take life too seriously. And we should pay attention to when we're doing things that are unhealthy for us, like binge watching television or obsessively spending too much time on gaming platforms or social media or obsessing over getting likes and getting attention and realize that that's only going to be found within us. I love that so much. I completely agree with you. We could focus just like in our offline lives, we could focus on the disconnection, but we could choose to give energy to the things that are reminding us of our higher self or of our higher vision for ourselves and bring more of that and focus on creating conscious content instead of getting tripped up and how many likes that something get. And I think another big point that comes up for so many entrepreneurs is I teach conscious social media in my program is a lot of the time in the sub on the subconscious level, we equate social media success to business success. And it also goes the other way. If you're seeing that your social media doesn't feel relevant, it's not doing as well, it's not growing the way you want it to, you immediately often people create a story that their business is a failure as well, when it could be further from the truth. So it's an interesting, also a dance and a play. And in that context, I'm curious for you, how have you seen your clients find you? Because I know that, for example, with Instagram, sometimes you won't post for a few months at a time. And you know, for a business owner that's just starting their Instagram, that would be like, oh, wow. So how does her business still succeed? So how do you play and how do people find you and how do clients come into your field of awareness still? I mean, I occasionally will get leads through social media, but most of my time on social media is spent on my clients' accounts. And that's why I don't post sometimes for a month and it's embarrassing. <laughs> but it's because I spend so much time pouring my love and attention on my clients' content. But one thing that I've really spent a lot of beautiful, I think, intentional time on is my website. My website is, you'll hear me talk about this with some of my clients, but I believe a website is a virtual altar. You know, it's, it's a place where 
I put offerings and the offerings are my clients and the projects that I've worked on and the offerings are the offerings that I have to share and the gifts that I have to share. And it's a beautiful creative space that I have to show what I'm about and what I do. And, you know, we've created some really amazing intentional content over the years and video, um, a lot of blog posts. We've sort of invested in understanding how the internet works and how growth works and how you optimize your SEO and how you can optimize your reach. And also the one thing I've done is, you know, there's not a lot of people doing marketing for boutique hotels and in the specific way that I do it, which is a lot of working through group experiences, retreats, conferences, working in the transformational space, attracting transformational coaches and leaders and masterminds to come to these beautiful venues. And so I found a way that I could serve the world that uniquely was mine. And really no one else can do it the way I can do it. And it's true. And so even if someone else pops up doing it, there is no other Lanan. And so I've really just focused on that. I don't really look at a lot of other competitors and I don't even really see them as competitors. I don't really believe that there is competition. I just keep doing what I do best and keep my head down and I keep focused. A lot of my clients have come through word of mouth over the years. I've had really great relationships with clients. Some of our clients stay for a long time, which I'm super grateful for. Some of them come back. Actually, we've had just recently two older clients from like the very beginning of my business come back and we work with us again. People find us through blog posts and through social media posts and through podcasts years later. Sometimes I am literally in awe of how magical the internet is and that it works truly for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for many, many years. But that you, if you keep showing up, you keep creating the content, you keep consistent and aligned, the clients will show up. You just have to believe it. Law of attraction stuff. Mm, I love that so much. Okay. What I also want to get into is when you talk about growing websites and growing social media, I would love you to give, if you were to identify one top piece of advice, one for the physical realm, so whether that's SEO or something else that has to do with that, and one energetic piece of advice. I know you mentioned crystal gritting for websites and Instagram accounts. I would love to hear more about that. Sure. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat a little bit. I'm going to have two things for the physical world. I really, I really believe everyone should have a blog. And I mean, I'm, I ask hotels that normally traditionally don't have blogs to create blogs. How can we create more amazing content that just answers all of the questions that people ever could ask Google or Bing, right? Like, if you have a specific, you know, just awareness of this specific area, and you can write, you could probably write tens of thousands of articles about what you know, or aspects of what you know, or the journey of someone buying your service or buying your product. And giving them just lots of value and lots of information, why wouldn't you share it? Why wouldn't you share it? And so for me, I think, you know, all of the search engines reward you organically. I mean, I haven't paid for Google Ads recently, and I still get quite a few leads per week just because of our blogs. And, you know, we update old blogs too. So really having a great blog strategy and having fun with it and creating real content that's good 
that's my big, big invitation. I think the other thing is be visually stunning. You know, there's so much garbage on the internet that is ugly. (laughs) And I'm a Libra. I love things that are pretty. I am so attracted to things that stand out color-wise, visually. I work with a lot of Instagrammers, a lot of influencers. I mean, we have so many filters out there. You don't have to be a Photoshop king or queen. You really can so easily make things beautiful and or employ someone who's a beautiful photo editor or graphic designer to help you make things look beautiful, whether it's on your social, on your website, or on just anything you're creating. Make things look beautiful. We've got Canva now. Like you can make anything stunning. Just just pay attention, be intentional, make things look beautiful and aligned with your brand. And then when we're talking about energetics, I think one thing people don't think about is the energetics of it and the energy behind every single social media post. You know, before you hit post, do you say a prayer? Do you set an intention of who it's going to reach? It's like, how do you create ritual with basically everything you're doing in the outreach of your brand, of your company, of your wisdom? Same with blog posts. Set some intentions. I probably can't go into a full thing of how to crystal grid website. But basically, it's like a human body. It's like a building. It's like a space. So, you know, traditionally, if you're trying to clear the energy of your house, maybe you're going to use sage, you're going to buy a feng shui book. So you're going to really learn about how things are laid out, and that they're laid out in a way that's flow, that's conducive to the space and the experience. It's the same thing for websites, the same thing for social media. So I know there are some people who do feng shui for websites. I do energy work and and Reiki and crystal grids that support my websites. I go in and I clear my websites. Also, if you know this, my ex-boyfriend runs a web hosting company and websites are hosted on servers and servers are literally crystals. which is so crazy. And a lot of people don't know this. It's all like carbon and some other elements, but it's all crystal based and it's holding all of the websites of all of the internet. And so if you've ever put down a beautiful mandala or crystal grid, I know you have, Ksenia, um, you know, you're just clearing the energy. It's just a couple, right? But, but if you think of it that way, and obviously we can't physically go to the server, even though if you could go to a server farm, I, gosh, I would. I would put all the crystals. And there are people. So one of my teachers, she lays crystals all over the planet, and she's put crystals into Facebook. She's put crystals into some of the big tech companies. So they don't, don't believe they're not doing this work already. But they don't have time to do it every day. So what you can do is once a month, once a quarter, once a year for your website, for your social media, go in and clear out the gunk. You know, really go into the energy. Is there any stuck energy? Is there any old stuff? I actually, I love to use the example of Taylor Swift. She went and I believe deleted all of her old childhood Instagram posts. And another friend of mine just did this recently. And I went, oh, you pulled a Taylor Swift. And she didn't even know Taylor Swift had done it. But energetically, she just felt the heaviness of the old stories that she had shared on those posts. And so sometimes there's just an old post that you need to archive, or you need to delete, you need to get rid of. Or you go to your website, and you're not excited anymore. And you're like, why is it say those words? Those words don't resonate with me. Or that photo is an old photo of me. It doesn't feel aligned. So there's both you can physically look at a website and feng shui it and energetically clear it. And you can go on the back end and you can lay a crystal grid and you can feel into the space and you can set your intentions about what you're trying to call in, whether it's through clients or opportunities. 
and you can grid your entire website. And I've literally taught workshops on it and you can totally reach out to me if that interests you. It's not something I formally teach, but I do it for my clients. I, I used to do it for our web hosting servers. I still do it for my server, but my clients don't, most of them don't know I do it, but I do it and they benefit from it. They get more sales. They have increased their revenue. They get more bookings. That's all that matters. I'm really, really grateful for you sharing all of this. And it's just so aligned with everything that I'm committed to in the world, with my conscious social media program, with any speaking I do with my podcast. Like really, this is the new way, you know, focusing on the smart strategy, yes, to content and shifting perspective from oh, there's just too much out there. There's not enough space for me. Okay, erase that, shift that, and realize that there's always space for something that brings value to people's experience. Whether that's content on your blog, on your social media, there's always space for true, authentic self-expression that is visually stunning and that does bring value. And there are practices we can take on. You know, one of the things that's actually part of my online program is It's a short meditation that guides people into getting into the zone of being a clear channel before you share anything on Instagram. Exactly. So important. So important. Exactly. All right. So I'm all buzzing with energy. I'm ready to go and clear out the gunk. I'm so inspired and grateful for your presence and for your time. And before we wrap up, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? Yes. There's one more thing. So My boyfriend, Ravi, and I, he's created a really amazing retreat experience. I facilitate and I curate and co-create a bunch of amazing experiences around the world, but this one is extra special. In May in Thailand, called Clarity 2020, and I'll, I'll share it with you in the show notes, but it's a really beautiful deep dive into the self. Full digital detox will be out in the jungles in Thailand on floating bungalows and doing yoga and really deep meditation, a lot of silence, a lot of quiet, a lot of going inward, and just an invitation to anybody listening. If if this resonates, we'd love to have you. And is it for entrepreneurs or who is it for? It's for everybody. It's for anybody. It's really for anybody in a, a transition state who just needs to get out of the routine and do a pattern interrupt and to kind of hit the restart button and completely rejuvenate their entire being. A lot of authentic connecting, a lot of deep self-work, a lot of stretching and movement and dance. It's going to be really special. Just It's to align with this 2020 theme. So one thing I've been talking about a lot is this is 2020, it's clear vision. And so we're all seeing through a lot of our own bullshit. We're seeing a lot of through a lot of the veils that are around us. And that can be terrifying to be like, oh my gosh, I see my truth. How do I live this? How do I make this happen? And so we've created this sort of integration experience so it can be effortless and flow. I love that so much. Definitely we'll include that in the show notes as well as other things we've talked about. Thank you so much for this conversation, Lanan. And I'll see you whenever I'm meant to see you next. Yes, I hope I get to see you soon. Me too. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWire.com 
And also join the Woken Wired Podcast listener Facebook group. It's a private group where you can connect with people who are like-minded. And say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.